This week's episode is brought to you by Syncfusion. Yes, we love Syncfusion, and I know you will too. No matter what you're building, they have beautiful controls, widgets, and gadgets for your applications, whether it's web apps with Blazor, Flutter, ASP.NET Core, JavaScript, Angular, React, Vue, jQuery, or mobile with .NET MAUI, Flutter, Xamarin, UWP, JavaScript, or even desktop apps with WinForms, WPF, WinUI, .NET MAUI, Flutter, Xamarin, UWP, all the platforms. They have every single thing that you possibly need. They have hundreds of beautiful controls that are drop-in ready and awesome dashboards and other solutions, including document processing for Excel, PDF, Word, and so much more. You got to give Syncfusion a try. Go to syncfusion.com forward slash merge conflict to learn more. And thanks to Syncfusion for sponsoring this week's pod. Frank, .NET 7 is here. I'm all in. I'm game. RC1 installed, ready to go. Newest Visual Studios, updating every single library, updating every single application. I'm all in, baby. Oh my gosh, no, no. People promised me in 2020 the time didn't exist anymore, and I could just live in 2020 for the end of the... Did we even have .NET 6 in 2020, James? Wow, .NET 7. I don't know, man. That's a lot of updating. I just, I'm, I'm getting through the beta summer. I don't need a beta fall. We're on, I, I like to call it, you know, when you're in Heathrow or you're in an amusement park and you get the fast pass. <laughs> um, I never get the fast pass, but I, I, I look with envy upon people with the fast pass. What, what has happened here for us developers using Donut developers building for client, client developers specifically. So Who? client, client? Cli- client, client devices, like, you know, client apps desktop mobile apps client client consumer 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 apps consumer apps consumer apps client eh. apps right in client. and vote <laughs> yeah let us anyways mobile and desktop um with .NET 6 specifically ios android mac xamarin .NET maui all that stuff because we got that official release mid-year and then the tooling kind of trickled I kind of feel like we fast, fast tracked, fast pass to Donna yeah. seven. Like, yeah, Donna six was here and then I was like, cool, bye. And then I'm like, okay, like, I guess I'll just like change this TFM and like, oh, I'm done here. Good to go. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you could rewind about six months of episodes and go hear me complaining that .NET 7, whatever preview zero is, is out or something like that. Um, yeah, the, the writing was on the walls, too, because I think, yeah, the first .NET 7 preview came out just as the first MAUI <laughs> release candidate yeah. came out. So you're like, uh-oh, <laughs> they got to get in sync with each other. Um, but, you know, I've been rocking the Visual Studio for Mac preview 17.4. It's a lot of version numbers, everyone. Mm-hmm. But um, that's the one that really officially <laughs> supports um, .NET 6 and iOS and Android and all that stuff and MAUI, of course. And it's been it's been good. Uh, it's it's a real good update. Everything feels kind of stable. Like we're we're finally hitting a nice stable point. And then you come onto the episode and tell me there's a .NET seven, and I'm like, oh no, James, oh no. But I, I have a feeling that, like you said, we're we're going a little bit fast, and it's it's more of a uh, I always get the TikTok metaphor messed up, but maybe a talk here, something like that. Oh yeah, you know, I was in a call one day at work, and they're like, oh yeah, it's the TikTok, and I was like, wait, no, wait. 
that doesn't make any sense. We're talking about software development. I was like, did <laughs> someone post something on TikTok? And they're like, no. Oh no. Tick, the tick and the talk. And I was like, like the I was like, I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> I was so confused. And someone had explained TikTok to me. That's like a rhythm of the business type of thing. It's a tick and it's a talk. And I was like, yeah, I don't I think we gotta come up with something new because it's way too confusing. Um, yeah. I think it's an Intel thing, but you see Apple do it, or at least in the past, they always did the iPhone 4, then the 4S, then the Mm. 5, then the 5S. So whichever one the S is, is the ticker of the talk. I always get that part backwards, but it's really more of just an idea of you do a bunch of big feature releases, and then the next version, you just kind of stabilize, do a bunch of feature releases, stabilize. That's kind of the rhythm we're talking about. For mobile developers, let me, I'm going to make a blanket statement. This is a James opinion not officially endorsed by anyone but James Amontemagno himself LTS not me <laughs> yeah LTS and current releases don't matter they don't matter every single release is the most you should just keep keep it rolling you know what i mean because we're going to need the latest and the latest stuff like we talked about like the support and stuff like that but like you know i'm going to update the dotnet 7 before cuz frank what happened when we didn't have those releases like iOS 12 came out. And what did we do, Frank? We literally updated like the exact moment we possibly could to start building against the latest stuff because we have to. So I think that even though this is a current release, which has no impact on quality, only is on the support lifecycle. By the time it's out of support, I'll be on .NET 8 or .NET 9 or whatever. But Mm -hmm. Frank, here's one thing that's been very fascinating is because of this delayed talk, tick, (laughs) if you will, I've only now just started actually like updating all of my libraries to .NET 6. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about it. My beta summer was like, eh, like I'll wait for stuff to, I'll wait for people to start upgrading and doing stuff. I don't really care. But I recently have been doing some documentation. I've been updating some plugins. I've been rewriting some plugins, my net billing plugin. And more recently, I've been having to go through and update uh, like my settings plugin, which <laughs> let me... Let me let me tell you. What... Oh, it all it comes back around. Our very first conversation ever was talking about app settings. Oh, I'm so excited for a settings discussion. Now, even though the settings, the settings <laughs> um, stuff is built into .NET Maui and the .NET, you know, stuff, it's all in there. Hit, hit, hit me with a namespace. Do you recall? Is, Which is it? Uh, uh, where that are they called the extensions? I'm just completely blanking on what all those little helper things are called, where they're put. So it all used to be in Xamarin Essentials, and now right. it is inside of Microsoft.Maui. Like application model or networking or connectivity or stuff like that. Right. They moved it in the last yes. previews ish. Yeah, and that's right. I'll give you a link to a doc and everybody in the show notes. You go to docs.microsoft.com, which is now learn.microsoft.com. Um, forward slash .net, forward slash Maui. And there's platform integration overview. And it outlines all the namespaces, all this stuff. It's very good. Um, but it's all okay. there. So, yeah. so this is the in-the-box version of what used to kind of be your plugins libraries. Yes. And not, I didn't, you know, not like in-app billing never made its way, which should never make its way because it's terrible. <laughs> but settings is like core foundation. But Frank, I cannot get away from updating this. And I thought about it um, because my plugins are, you know, they're not just like net standard two, because if they were just not net standard two and they didn't rely on anything, no dependencies, they'd be good to go. They're platform code. So yeah. for example, you know, some things have breaking changes in .NET 6. So even the backwards compatibility didn't, you know, actually work. Yeah. And I also want to support Mac and Catalyst. Float. 
Enflope. Oh. It's always Enflope. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I just updated my media plugin, which has a bunch of N floating and N inting around. Oh, oh boy. the worst. Oh. <laughs> uh, Everyone, global usings are your friends in that case. <laughs> yes, it's very true. Anyways, I digress. Now, uh, Frank. Okay, no, I, I want to interject and just okay. say um, I do feel for you. I don't have too many cross, uh, I'm sorry, I don't have too many native libraries that have like native dependencies like that and that I have to update. Um, most of mine are all like super cross-platform and just yeah. work everywhere and they're net standard and they're wonderful. And I would like to report they remain wonderful. You can still add them. Net standard lives on everyone. It's great. Um, but I do have two drawing libraries and a few other libraries plus a library I want to pitch you at some point. And look, they're all native. Yeah. I love it. So, so yeah, Frank pitches. I, I, I understand. <laughs> Frank pitches. Frank implements profit. Yeah, is that is that how the poster goes? I think so. Good. Where am I in that though? I got to be in there too. Uh, you get one percent. Okay, we both profit <laughs> per because you pitched it. To me. I guess I have to be working. Okay, so Frank, my settings plugin officially supports. Are you ready for it? I, I I'm excited. I, are, are we going to get a very long list of TFMs right now? <laughs> This one, one, every single one of these is a TFM and oh everything builds in CI and Azure DevOps. And that is quite amazing. I have to say, thank goodness. Uh, uh, sorry, interjecting again. Thank goodness for that. Cause gosh, I remember building these things by hand in the old days and thank goodness we can just script all of this and get it done. So it is terrible how many platforms you're about to say, but at least it's in CI. Please continue. There you go. Xamarin iOS, Xamarin Android, Windows 10 UWP, Xamarin Mac, Xamarin TVOS, Xamarin yeah. WatchOS, .NET yeah. Framework 4.5, .NET 6. <laughs> really? Yeah, .NET Framework. Yeah, someone requested it. WPF, baby. Tizen, .NET okay. for iOS, which is .NET 6, .NET, .NET for Android, 4. which is .NET 6, the Windows App SDK WinUI 3, which is the new hotness for .NET 6, .NET for <laughs> Mac Catalyst, and .NET for Mac. Oh, you're doing the Mac version still. Good for you, buddy. Uh, I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, it's not so bad because what? Three of those are repeats of each other. One's just yeah. old Xamarin versus <laughs> Net6. fourteen. And then I think the real clunker is 4.5. Does, can you use like C Sharp 10 with .NET 4.5? Yeah, no. Yeah, you can. You know why? Oh, yeah. It's because <laughs> it's you as long as you use compiled features, um, not runtime features. Like if you were to use right. um, some of the new interface thing or whatever, like you can't do that because it's not a compiled. Like if it compiles, okay, you know what I mean. It works. That's cool that they make that distinction. Mm -hmm. Good. Yes. Uh, no value tuples for you, probably. I wonder. You can install the value tuple NuGet package, which does backwards compatibility. <laughs> Fantastic. Um. Okay, so uh, yeah, so are, are you're gonna be you're shipping in the box, but you're still gonna be maintaining these libraries for the rest of eternity. I, I guess I guess I have to. Well, here's the thing: now that this thing updates to .NET six, I once .NET seven comes out, I don't need unless there's a breaking change. I wouldn't need to no. target .NET seven. Like it should just work, correct, Frank? 
I believe we outlawed breaking changes in .NET 7. We're like, .NET 6 is enough, people. Don't you dare. <laughs> so um, I, I actually don't have too many fears of updating to the .NET 7 because it's mostly just a runtime thing in additions. So I'm excited for that. Plus, I saw that Maui has better boot times on it. So yes, James, you're going to be fine. Knock on wood. I haven't installed the RC one yet. <laughs> but should be good. I'm pretty excited about it. I did spend a lot of time. Yeah, everything in Azure DevOps is working good. I'm pretty excited about it. I push this out only because people ask for it. And here's what I thought is I said, you know, I haven't done a lot of testing and I just want people to be able to upgrade seamlessly. Like, especially if they're like, oh, I'm going to wait for .NET 7. And then they go to like migrate their Xamarin and Xamarin Forms app and then their plugins don't upgrade. Then that's a problem. We talked about that. In fact, I'm going through a problem right now. With the Bluetooth, pl- blue, blue, the blue, blah, 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 blah. The blue, it's always Bluetooth. Bluetooth. It always, causes, it always causes trouble. You have an app that just displays a number and you have so much trouble with it because of the Bluetooth. Uh, I did the pull request. The pull request is pending. Oh, and we just finally went green on CI, which is very, Ooh. very exciting. So this is a library. And I've talked to Alan Ritchie, who does Shiny. is was a great library mm-hmm. that does all sorts of stuff. He's like, you should just use Shiny. It already supports .NET 6. And I said, I don't want to rewrite my code. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sensitive. There are if statements I don't understand. <laughs> Timers that make no sense. I really should have used better variable names. Yeah, yes. I get it. <laughs> I don't want to change anything. So in that vein, I started down the process of upgrading my own plugins at the same time, which then led me to upgrading a few apps and running some samples, Frank. And I stumbled upon a curious upgrade story of the one and only SQLite PCM. Oh, oh no, I'm scared. But before we get to the horror story, that is me. Um, <laughs> clarify one thing. In your .NET 6 to .NET 7 imaginings, do you plan on putting both a net six and a net seven version of your thing in there? Or are you going to try to just be at like net six and use that as your lower net number? Well, I'll ha- I think in my in-app billing, great question. This is a fantastic question. Ooh, what a great question. So I would approach this, this the same way that I approach, um, the backwards, I think it actually makes it easier than Xamarin iOS. Okay. Cause I look at it like this in the Xamarin days, at least on iOS, Android was a little bit different. Android, you, you had mono Android, like 10, 11, 12, you kind of specified the SDK. Mm-hmm. iOS was this outlier, which, you know, really was kind of a bummer because it was only Xamarin iOS 1.0. Like you yeah. just always specify that, which means long live long live. It was whatever <laughs> you're building against, like is the thing that you're building against. And that's yeah. kind of also not great because if I'm building against a version that's newer than your version, and I'm using an API that you don't have, then you get into problems. So with the in-app billing um, plugin is a great example of this is I have to assume that Apple in iOS, what version are we on 16 or 17 will add new features which means I will want to access those new features. And if I continue to target only net six, I won't be able to add those new features. So I will have to conditionally compile some of that stuff in there and do version checking at the same time. So it is a little bit more helpful because right now it's kind of YOLO. 
Whereas in the future, with this sort of system in place, it should enable me to lock it down a little bit nicer when I want to access those new APIs. Although I'm not actually sure how that works. If I want to target, let's say, let's say 16.4 comes out and they new add a new API. Like, I guess it's still done yeah. at seven. I can't be like net seven Oh, 300. I don't think that works. Right. Uh, no, but you might be able to do other nasty tricks like lock down the workload version, which would contain a set of the APIs. Mm. I don't know how compatible they plan on making the workloads between different runtime uh, SDK versions. Mm. So I, I don't myself want to get into that trick too much. I think I'll just, like you said, get into more of like a yearly cadence. Yeah. But yeah. And just handle it from that perspective. My plan definitely is to not like, I'm, I'm not going to just go in and add a net seven one just to add one unless for some reason it doesn't work okay. and then I will add it. That was my follow-up question. I was going to say, so if there aren't any new whiz bang UI features that you want to take advantage of, would you stick with net six? And I, you just said, yes, we won't hold you to it, but that's the current plan. That is definitely the current plan. I definitely do not want to change that. So my, my plan here would be continue on the net six train unless I have to add a net seven or net eight feature. And in that case, then I would multi-target. So I'd continue to install yeah. that version of net six and then maybe net seven. And I'd have to see how that works on the CI system. Right now, what I'm doing is a dot net, you know, install command, and then I'm doing dot net workload installs. So I think I could install six, install the workloads, install seven, install the workloads. Yeah. It would just take a while. Like every time I install a .NET, it's going to slow down my machine. Yeah. You know, oh, CI. Nasty. So I mm -hmm. want to limit that. I want to limit that. Yeah, I wish GitHub would come up with a solution for that. Where you're like, look, I just install these exact things all the time. And yes, uh, there are Docker things and all that. But at least for me, I run on Mac platforms and Docker does not run on Mac. And no, I know Docker runs Linux on Mac. Docker does not run Mac on Mac which is what we would want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is funny actually because new Mac can run Mac on Mac pretty easily. And so I've thought about building like tiny little build servers. They made um <clears throat> creating virtual machines really easy. There's an API right in the Mac OS API to just bring up a virtual machine of Linux or Mac and they even have a nice demo in the WWDC on how to do it. Anyway, that was a long way for me to say I have plan B's and C's if all this versioning stuff gets out of hand. <laughs> um, I, I, I do want to play devil's advocate just for one moment, just because you got me thinking. Um, you were saying it was bad in the Xamarin days because, yeah, we would target the same thing. It had no version number, essentially, because the version number never changed. And so it was always kind of luck of the draw if you're using the correct one or not in your CI, on your build machine, all the different places. I will say, um, in trying to solve that problem, we created this terrible versioning thing <laughs> where there's millions of versions everywhere. And at least in the old days, if it if the API wasn't there, you know, it just didn't build and it gave you a pretty clear error message. And I, I just playing devil's advocate, I do wonder if that error message was simpler than eight thousand version numbers that now we now have to track. Like mm. you saying I'm gonna update to .NET seven. I have absolutely no problem updating to .NET seven. My problem is I have fifteen different libraries out yeah. there and I don't want to go update all of them every year. 
just because there's some feature I'm not taking advantage of. Uh, I was working on one of my old libraries, and I noticed in the CI it kept popping up a warning because it was using .NET uh, 3.0, .NET Core 3.0. And it's like, this is so out of (laughs) support right now. You really don't want to be using this. And I was like, I don't know. Works fine for me. It was still compiling, still running its tests, still working fine. So... I think I'm, I'll, I'll probably bump everything up to net, net six, but I'll probably camp there for a very, very long time. Yeah, I think as long as I possibly can will be my goal, <laughs> I think, uh, only because like, like you said, I don't want to have to go and update it. And that's the that's the joy of it. So, you know, the idea of net standard, right, done at standard was standardization across these platforms that weren't unified. But now that the platforms are unified, you know, .NET 6 is the new standard. Like .NET 6 is the new updated standard for all yeah. intents and purposes. And now that everything is on it, you know, I think it's a good time to say, okay, I consider .NET 6 the the lower the lowest barrier. So unless I need to access new .NET features or I need to access new iOS or Android or Windows features, then I don't actually need to upgrade accordingly um, there. Yeah. As long as, Frank, you know, I keep my dependencies up to date. Uh-oh, uh-oh. We're, we're coming back to me one more time. I think um, just like I want to camp on Net 6.0, I want to camp on Net Standard for all my cross-platform stuff until the compiler people force me to move off. Um, but I totally agree with you. I think Net 6 is a decent standard for moving forward. But I think I'm still going to I don't know. I just like Net Standard a lot. So <laughs> it took us so many years to get it that I'm just still so proud of having it. So yes, James, dependencies. Let's talk about dependencies. <laughs> so I have a library, uh, SQLite-Net, which will is 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 and will forever be a Net Standard library. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because it's a cross-platform library. It has native code associated with it, though not directly. Uh, it's, it's in a dependency. And otherwise, it's really not asking much out of the runtime. It's a very lightweight library and all that stuff. It just has that one big uh, native dependency, which is the SQLite library itself. The actual database code needs to be accessed by it, and I don't ship it. Instead, I access it through uh, Eric Sink's uh, SQLite raw library, which gives you uh, low-level API access to a SQLite database. And what happened, James? My dependencies came to bit me. You sent me a text message saying the world is destroyed. SQLite is dead. It's it's all broken. And I had no idea what to do because I'm terrible at version numbers <laughs> in yes. the beginning of the show. I wrote a new document called .NET MAUI Local Databases with SQLite. Ooh. Um, I updated one. I basically, I think Craig had written the other one. I updated it to be .NET MAUI. And there's a, the sample I pointed to you earlier. The link doesn't work right now on this new one. But um, basically, I wanted to update it. And you can tell me if don't review the code now and thing. But regardless, mm-hmm. I wanted to upgrade it just to like take advantage of a few other things that are inside of it. Um, and I need to update a few of this stuff actually, but I, I wanted to update it basically to, you know, show a few things in it and test it out. So I kind of create a .NET MAUI sample. 
And when I did that, funnily enough, Windows worked, iOS worked, hmm. but on Android, I got a crasher. And I was like, that's so weird. Like, how does two out of three work, but this one doesn't? I was like, it's just, and I know your library. I was like, this is just an ORM <laughs> on top of it. So I frantically, frantically texted you. And I was like, Frank, everything is broken. Oh my gosh. Help me, help me, help me, help me. Well, it's the worst kind of crash because if you said something like, Frank, you're getting a null reference exception, I'd, I would just roll my eyes and be like, how's that possible? <laughs> but you're like a crash. And whenever a programmer says a crash, like doesn't fill in details, you know, it's ugly. You know, there's like no log or something. Um, but fortunately, there was an error message and I forget what you told me, but uh, you were able to track it down to like some missing method or something like that. And so we at least had some breadcrumbs to follow. But it was weird because, like, it's a net standard library. It's supposed to work everywhere. Um, but I have not done anything to update it to net six. So I've done zero work. I've done a lot of fretting and worrying about it, but I've done zero work. And it's still just a net standard library. So it was a, it was a scary problem, honestly. Yeah, and the last time it was updated was one year ago, 9-2-2021. Ouch. Okay. And I'll, get a, I'll get an update out with people. Oh, oh pe people may say, people may say, well, does that mean that the library is dead? Nay. That just means no. it doesn't need any. It's good. It's good. It's chilling. Let it chill. Let it bake. Let it it's chill. Bug, it's bug free. Why would I want to add bugs to it? <laughs> so, so here is the fascinating part, which is something must have changed in .NET for Android and .NET 6 compared to Xamarin Android, right? Yeah. And what the problem was is that it couldn't find and it couldn't figure out how to read the SQLite PCL raw library from our good friend, um, Eric Sink. So in that instance, right, that was, that was the problem that we were running into. So which is scary, which is scary. When, when, when you sent me that error, I was like, oh no, <laughs> because it's happened? like some kind of packaging thing. It's some kind of dependency thing. Is it a NuGet thing? Is it a .NET thing? It's, there's so many things involved <laughs> with getting packages to work. Yeah. So I was worried, but do not fear Frank, because you were smart and you said, well, just, can you update the latest version? Cause here's what Eric did. So your library is a net standard library. Yeah. Okay. Which means I can install it anywhere. And if I install mm -hmm. it into Android, it also has one dependency and it says the SQLite PCL raw bundle green or whatever that thing is the dependency. So what happens is if I install it into a .NET 6 project, it's going to go look at the version that you specified and go try to install that. Now, the problem is that the version that you reference and you not even compiled against, but the version mm -hmm. that is installed is a version from like a year ago, right? Because yeah. that's when it came out. And uh, luckily for us and all of us users is you specified version two and greater basically. Like, yeah, it's fine. But how mm -hmm. NuGet works is it doesn't install the latest version. It installs the lowest version. So it's yeah. actually kind of... <laughs> Different. I don't know how NPM works or if that's how I mean, there's different things of specifying it. I think there's different identifiers, but 
I will interject, and I do prefer Python's way where they force you to say greater than or equal, 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 less than or Mm. equal. You know, they they make you be explicit. Uh, The default in .NET, like you said. And it's funny because you can actually put these like ASCII art. You can use parentheses and brackets (laughs) to change this behavior. But like you said, yeah, so your dependency, they resolve to the minimum version that satisfies the dependencies, not the maximum. So, yep, just they had to make a choice. It's fine as long as you remember what the choice is. Uh, so once again, um, I, I love that my library has proven to be just a very thin wrapper. <laughs> it, it has like very few problems. And I like that you can easily override uh, dependency problems like this by just making an explicit reference to an exact version number of something else that you want. So I rolled the dice and said, James, try out the newest version. Hopefully Eric Sink fixed it for me because I just on the premise that I knew my library was tiny and does very little. It's just a cute little wrapper that makes your life easier. Yeah, and luckily for you, Eric Sink did update his library <laughs> to compile a .NET 6 version for iOS, Android, Mac, and Windows and all that good stuff. Now, I don't think he actually has a Mac Catalyst version, so we oh. might need to ping him on that. Yeah. Uh, and well, Mac version, but yeah. There are funny NuGet rules. I think the Mac Catalyst will resolve a net ios library not guaranteed though darn it you know what i'm not sure if that rule survived they were playing around with those rules a lot (laughs) in the early days of net six yeah we'll have to ping eric i do everything in mac catalyst now you know i don't use the ios simulator nearly as much i use the uh i use mac catalyst now it's great (laughs) yeah oh absolutely i think it's it's like the go-to and i think what was i think what was happening is yeah, I don't really know. I don't know how or what happened, but pretty much what happened is, you know, it was picking the wrong thing. So now it's picking the right thing. And for you, Frank, what's great is that you actually have to make zero code changes. You just have to update the minimum version number of the NuGet yeah. and go. You're done. Yeah, uh, it should be that easy. I'm I'm <laughs> I feel like I should do some testing. I always test on Mac and iOS but I don't test on Android enough. But yeah, uh, theoretically, it should be like a three-character change or two-character change or something like that, and we're going to be good to go. And I I have complained a lot about um, breaking changes in Net6, but fortunately for cross-platform libraries, there really haven't been any, and that's why it should be that simple to just... Well, sorry, it's that simple just because... Thank you, Eric Sink. You did all the hard work. <laughs> and I, I just have to change a number. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's very, very cool. And like the nice part is that, yeah, you get to automatically have things work. And I think yeah. it's really, really neat. And you get to stay net standard. I know you were worried. You're like, oh, my goodness, I'm so worried that this is not going to work. I mean, it is weird because I'm a net standard library, but with the magic nougat rules now you're going to get the net six version of his library yeah it's a little weird to be honest (laughs) but it's it's all good because it it does what you want it to do and that's good from yeah (laughs) i and so this all started because i asked you a simple question james should i add a net six let's let's say i just i leave the net standard one in there should i add a net six version of my library, even though from all accounts, I don't need to. Whoo, that is a great, 
Great, great question. Well, sir, the fascinating part is that, you know, Eric does target .NET 6, which means as well as .NET Standard and iOS, Android Mm -hmm. and .NET 6, all that stuff. So if you wanted to start taking advantage of .NET 6 features, you know, newer features of .NET 6 to make your library faster, then yes. I would say because there's all that new stuff that was added in like .NET 5 for, I don't know, shenanigans. I don't know, things that are, <laughs> you know, things that I don't understand, but things that are faster Then yes, probably if you want to do that. Yeah, I think for this library, I, I think I won't need to, at least for a while, because uh, like you said, um, there are compile features and runtime features. And I don't think I can really take advantage of too many of the runtime features or anything like that. And .NET 6 will consume the net standards. Xamarin will consume the net standard. And I probably won't take advantage of those APIs. There are things like span and such, but I think those will even work in net standard and everything. So those are fine too. <laughs> so on the on the should argument, I, I think I'm I'm gonna stick to the side of sticking to net standard at least for another year. And maybe we'll reevaluate in another year. Yeah, it really ends up becoming like how much work do you want to do? And that's what ended up happening for me with like my media library is I was like, okay, I can update it to net six and I'm gonna fix all the weird errors for Enfloat and mm-hmm. some other oddities, like there's some other things that were removed and I go, okay, I can fix those up. But then I probably want to support all the platforms that .NET MAUI runs on. So I'll just yeah. slap Mac Catalyst in there because I'm like, you know, it's iOS. I'll just say, use the iOS stuff, which is nice because for Mac, yeah. you'd have to write the Mac stuff. Here's the problem is that Mac Uh-oh. Catalyst does not have all the libraries that, that oh. iOS has, specifically my media plugin, which I despise with a passion because oh, media, media, the okay, taking photos, picking photos, doing this stuff, that code is literally from a very, 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 <laughs> very, very old library called Xamarin.mobile, which is like 12 years old. <laughs> it's and I, that old. <laughs> I, I poured it. It was like from the, it was the original essentials yeah. plugin, stuff like that. But the problem that I have, there are, and this camera, gets down. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm talking over you, but there are like camera APIs, right? You're just using some old APIs, maybe? The camera APIs aren't too big of an issue. The biggest problem actually is my photo picking, and oh. I use the asset library instead of ph photo because i don't want to upgrade my code and i don't want to learn <laughs> ph photo but i use ph photo in some places but like uh it doesn't like it so there's a bunch of apis that like i like remove so like let's say you want to you know do some stuff anyways it's a pain in the butt and i'm like i really don't want to do it so there's there's like a custom picker to do multi-picking mm. and that one was ported over by somebody so i literally say if not Mac Catalyst, include everything. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, sorry, this one does not work on Mac Catalyst because I'd have to upgrade all the code and do a bunch of stuff and rewrite. I get but, it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you're fine. You don't I, have to worry I, about that. You, you're fine. That's standard. Say, how many users do you have for that library? But it, it's obviously enough that you're doing it. So good for you. Uh, yeah. I Sticking with it the rest of my life. <laughs> That's standard forever. 
Net. Even though I saw a tweet saying that the net standard GitHub repo has been archived. And I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> uh, that's not a great sign from Microsoft. It doesn't mean that standard's gone. It doesn't mean that standard won't work or anything. In fact, I want to be clear. Like, I keep talking about releasing SQLite for net standard. That's the minimum dependency. Most likely, I'm going to use .NET 6 and 7 to build it, because <laughs> why not? That's true. And so <laughs> it's kind of a joke, right? So it's really just whether I put, you know, now that I've put it that way, James, because <laughs> I was going to say, it's really just whether I put it into the um, target frameworks mm-hmm. in the project file. Maybe I should just throw it in. Okay, I think I just converted myself because I realized it's like a it's a five word change and it'll be fine. It it truly is. The question becomes if uh, what the well, I guess now there's multiple TFMs. The real question is, yeah, I think if you do, I think as long as you're not doing Xamarin any stuff, because for Xamarin any stuff you that stuff wasn't in the so okay oh, God, oh this topic is crazy library creators why do we do I'm this ourselves i know so here's the interesting part about all of it frank is the new sdk style stuff like the new hotness that's amazing is okay. awesome because you can multi-target with ease yes yes as long as your ide supports it <laughs> and your TFM supports it. Xamarin TFMs do not support that stuff. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So I've had to do see some terrible, ugly hacks in CI where I just use said and I literally replace target frameworks with exact ones that I want to build at the time because it's not even good enough to do it from the command line. Sometimes um, the, the MS build scripts will pick it up and freak out. And there's a weird bug where solutions that contain Xamarin and Net6 really don't cooperate with each other. So I've had to do some very ugly hacks uh, to avoid that kind of stuff. But um, you're running into those problems. What, what kind of problems are you running into? No, no, no. I use like the MS build extra stuff for you. You are already using Microsoft Net SDK, which is .NET Standard 2.0. So you can just change target framework to target frameworks. And you mm-hmm. are just living the dream, Frank. Living the dream. I, I like how I've completely flip-flopped during this episode. I'm like, there is absolutely no reason for me to adopt Net 6. And let's talk about all the virtues of Net Standard. And by the end, I'm like, you know, it's like a five-character five change. I'm just going to put it in. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, again, all, all thanks to Eric Sink actually doing the hard work. Now, the I'm going to have to do what you're doing with the plugins for my graphics libraries mm-hmm. and maybe two other libraries. But um, I've already done a lot of Net6 conversions. And aside from NFlow, it's pretty smooth. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yes. NFlow. Yes. <laughs> They they renamed all the colors to system background color is now called system background. I'm like I get it, I get it. Let's all be pedantic, but you know it, it was kind of it was fine that it ended with the word color. There was one on <laughs> on N. This was actually a fascinating one I found the other day. Is there was I think on N int or yeah. N something. I think on N int. Yeah, N int. You could do a convert to. 64 or in 64 or something like that on it. You just do dot mm-hmm. to in 64. 
And then that extension method was removed because that was a like Xamarin anything. And then I was like, oh man, like, where did this go? I like, it's, I'm like basing coded thing. How do I do this? It's in yeah. convert, like convert dot to, oh. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Can you explicitly cast it? I thought they had a lot of nice casting. Uh, probably that's scary. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, in F sharp and int is now called native int. And yeah, it's only, you know, an int native int a I a T I V E five letters more. I don't know. I'm still a little bitter that I have to add five letters all over my code <laughs> going from N int to native int. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I fine. Agree. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. All right, Frank, I made okay. a pull request to your repo to update my SQLite raws. Go get it. Did you target framework me too? No, I didn't target framework. You got too many nougats. <laughs> it's true. I think there's like two. Project. I think the only ones you have are these two, which is the SQL Cipher and the Net STD, the standard. Uh, I have one more base. Oh, um, okay. But that one does a dependency. Yeah, it's it's a funny thing with SQLite. You know, I, I'm going to bore everyone with dependency hell here. <laughs> oh, it's there. I see it. Um, so the normal SQLite net PCL that you all should get and use, that uses raw green. Raw green is a SQLite library that initializes itself and ships with a version of SQLite. So you can, mm. you're guaranteed that raw green is going to work everywhere that you just want to run code. It's going to work. If you are crazy and want to ship your own explicit version of SQLite, the native library, then you want to use the base version of SQLite-net, which uh, does not have a hard dependency. And you can... You can you can say good luck world. I'm gonna, I'm gonna manage my own native dependencies. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's for very specific people who had very specific problems. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I just did it, Frank. We're updated. Well, let us know if you're gonna update all your libraries, or if you already updated your libraries. What are you doing for Don and Seven? Let us know right into the podcast mergeconflict.fm. There's a button there. Also, let's see how we're doing on our Apple. We only had like one day since our Apple podcast. Why were there three commits to change one version number? Oh, because I have files everywhere. Sorry, James. Because I'm doing it in the browser because I'm real lazy. That's cool. Love you. Also, I could have just hit dot and then edited in like the, you know, code edit. But I was like, no, I'm just doing one file at a time. Oh, I didn't know you could do a PR from the code editor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just open it up. You just stay right there. You code the all day, every day. I have to um, approve you for running checks. That's a new feature on the GitHub. That is a new feature, too. I can't uh, Bitcoin mine off of PRs anymore. Nope, not a lot. <laughs> not a lot, do. Nice well, there try. goes my whole business. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning all about the, the workflows. And there's like, there's like, you can do environments now. You can have like a staging environment, a prod environment. So you could have a PR. And then you can have a step be like an approval. So you could be like, oh, I want this to be an approval to like push to beta. And then, you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. crazy. I mean, I do that in GitHub or in Azure DevOps, but they're, the GitHub actions are really building out. I got to do a whole new thing on that. But anyways. All I want to know is why am I paying for Mac OS when this could build fine on Linux? 
That's all. That's or what on, I want to know. Yeah. Or on Windows. Why are you doing that? What are you doing? I'm crazy. Yeah. I'm you're paying, paying a bunch of money. Uh, run on Mac action. unless you have to. <laughs> Cost. Because there's... um Mac is 10x or something. Yeah. Don't do ones. it. Stop that. <laughs> stop that. Frank, stop it. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And Windows is too. Does it work on Linux? Yeah. I, I build all my libraries on Linux. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's fast. Yeah, should, it comes should, up fast and it's cheap <laughs> compared to should, Mac. You should probably do that, Frank. Go save some money. <laughs> uh, thank you for the patch. I will get this in. Perfect. Super exciting. Oh, and also I kicked off. There's got to be a feature that... Uh, yeah, it canceled your other two, right? Yeah, it did. Okay, perfect. Okay. Anyways, thanks everyone for letting us ramble. If you made it this far, go leave us a review. Click a review button down there. Apple Podcast, Spotify. We'd like that. Um, yeah, we're trying to hit 100 by the end of the year. That'd be great. We got zero so far this year, but let's do it. Okay. I'm ready. I'm going to beg on Twitter. It's, that's what it's going to take. Do a lot it. of begging. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Merge Complex. So let's end it like we've entered. Yeah, let's end it. I'm just going to keep that in there. Let's end it like we've ended all 200 and 500 and 345 episodes. That's going to do it for this week's podcast. So until next time, I'm James Montemagno. And I'm Frank Krueger. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.